tell you something, brother. But to be the man, you gotta beat the man. All the 316 says I just whipped your ass. WW Pod, Mike, James, SummerSlam, Becky Lynch, Brock Lesnar, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, possibly, Patience, possibly, Mike. Patience, the Guns of Roses song, what's that got to do with anything? Nothing, but interestingly, CM Punk, at, I think, well, I mean, let, let's talk, the, the biggest news, albeit we've had SummerSlam, yes. the biggest news is um, someone that doesn't drink alcohol or take drugs has uh, returned to wrestling. And we're not talking you, about you, Mike. I've returned to... I've returned... Hang on, but, 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 but I do drink. Oh, dear. Is that bad? Yeah, no, not really, no. <laughs> excessively, maybe. Could be for your liver. Could it's, be for I, your liver. I do not drink excessively, although, and this is going to sound unusually laggy for our podcast, I did drink a little excessively yesterday. Oh, no, what happened? Uh, I drank excessively. That's what oh, happened. And, and now I have a bit of a headache. Oh no, I'm very sorry. What 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 was what were you drinking yesterday? Uh, some ciders and then later on some vodkas. <laughs> ciders and then vodkas. That is a contoc. I mean that is that's Kevin Nash. No no, it's not even Kess. He's <laughs> got on some Marajo. <laughs> that mixture. Uh, TNA. Yeah, post post 2010. Um, Joe I don't know. We know he owns a kebab shop. A kebab shop in Bristol. We're aware of that fact. That's, kebabs. We all know Bristol. that's undeniable. Joe's kebab, yes. To the point, before we die, we need to go there. Ideally, before. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a bit more difficult to do it after we die, albeit. And if we um, haunt it. We could haunt Joe's kebabs, couldn't we? Oh, that would be. Having said that, is it a little bit. I don't want to say. Too mean, and it's nothing to do with Bristol at all. But it would be a bit down market if you and I die, and the place we choose to haunt is not some lovely stately home. It's a kebab shop. Yeah. Y- yes and no. Wouldn't that be fitting? <laughs> I think in a, in a in a weird kind of way. But yeah. You yeah. Know what? I'm completely with you on that. Actually, yes, I am. <laughs> um, but there we go. But the, but the biggest news is not SummerSlam. It's the no. fact that Chick Magnet. Punk or whatever you want to call it. What is the what the, what is the CM? He's never really had that confirmed, has he? Oh, I never. I, I believe the CM stands for Chris Masters. <laughs> Chris Masters Punk. Is that yes, it, 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 it's a it's a bit of an insult that he does towards Chris Masters or Chris or Chris Mordeski, as I believe his real name is. Nice. <laughs> These are things I know. <laughs> yeah. So CM Punk returns. What? Yes. Talk to me. Yes, indeed he did. I watched the aforementioned uh, show, uh, AEW Rampage. It was the second ever episode of that. And when I saw this episode, it was still one of those things where everybody was thinking, right, this is where Punk is coming back, but no one knew absolutely for sure. No. Which which was very nicely done. They they dropped enough hints with Darby Allen talking about I challenge anyone, even if you're the best in the world. Yeah. Like, you know. 
And then when Cult of Personality, that famous song hit, I still wasn't totally convinced then. Yeah, it was a, really? Still not entirely. It was a, I, I still thought this could be, I hope not, some elaborate bluff, which some wrestlers have done before, but AW hasn't. And fortunately, they did this. Day. When I actually saw it, it was like, fuck me, it's, it's actually real. So, hooray. And what were your thoughts when he, when he, when he came through? My thoughts when he came through was, bugger me, this is real. And then I, there was that. And then I thought, excellent, this, this, should, this is a huge story. It's great that he's back. There was one thing he did I found a bit... Because we all know that CM Punk can be a bit harsh at times, but let's just say his former employer. Mm-hmm. And there was one thing he said that I thought was a bit unnecessary. Right. Which is, he said he left Ring of Honor in 2005... Fine. Yeah. And he said that, that when he left Ring of Honor in 2005, he left professional wrestling and now he's back. That's yeah. a bit unnecessary, I feel. What do you reckon? Yeah, it was a bit of a dig because Just a bit. it was a bit of a mark out moment. Hey, slagging off WWE. Yay, that's lovely because, because they burnt him in terms of, I think, their ending. Their divorce was not a nice divorce. It Very wasn't true. Amicable, especially when they sent his official release on his wedding day, which I'm sure. Yes, I uh, forgot about that, that. You can't tell me that was not done on purpose. Do you think it was on purpose? Why not? Uh, you've got 365 days throughout the year. Why that day? It's just a bit weird. I, I agree. Hmm. I, I, I agree with coincidences. Yeah. But that's, uh, but that's about it, you know? I never thought, yeah, I, I always assumed that. I it was not deliberate. But, but but the thing is, you make a good point, because as far as half the people at that wedding were probably wrestlers who have at some point gone through WWE. So yeah. uh, you could argue it's unlikely that they wouldn't know. You could oh, argue. Sweet, innocent Mike. Oh, <laughs> the arms. No, the, I mean, I'd like to think it's not, but this is the same company that ends up absolutely trying to ruin Jim Ross every time they went to Oklahoma or anywhere near his home address, you know? Um, yeah, to, to the point where, they, yeah. And that's why part of me wouldn't, put it this way, I'd like to th- agree with you. I'd like to think they didn't do it on purpose, yeah. but I also wouldn't be surprised. It's probably where, where, where I am, if I'm honest. I see. No, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Good old Chris Masters punk and, and those <laughs> evil WWE people, possibly. Yeah, mm. I, yeah. And interesting, what you said, I honestly did, I did think it was unnecessary, like you said, because all the people he's had really good matches with, and that is a bit of a middle finger to, isn't it? Uh, you know, he's had good matches That's with Edge, Chris Jericho, and goodness knows, you know, all, all the other people he's had good matches with, with. He had good ladder matches, Money in the Bank, he's had fantastic matches with John Cena, um, and it is a bit of a middle mm. finger for that. And it, That's a I, very good point. Yeah, it, it may, was it set out of anger or the fact that he was just frustrated? Maybe I don't know, but he, I know. Well, well, if so, he's had seven years to get over it, and clearly he hasn't. Maybe clearly he hasn't, indeed. <laughs> so, but but to, have, to have him back was still a hell of it was still a brilliant moment. I got to admit, and it's a hell of a story that he's finally re-emerged back into the ring, and he's he's going to be at the pay per view in a few weeks' time. Against Darby Allen, so that's going to be huge. So yeah, Chris Masters Punk has returned. Hooray! I know. The internet has melted. I know, and then he was on um, Rampage or their new show, 
um, the Israel yes. page when you showed them, yeah. And and obviously he gave them all the all the crowd started chanting yes, and he said you're going to have to be a bit more patient. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't said, know about that. Then. He said that's not my stick, and you may have to be a bit more patient for that. Ooh. And you've all heard the rumours. Yeah, and then there's other rumours that Bray Wyatt is coming. I'd be stunned if he doesn't. I know, we, we, we why, why, would, why wouldn't you sign Bray Wyatt? If he's available, why wouldn't you, you know? I know, um, mm. I, know and, and I can't wait. I mean, I, I am, I'm convinced that they're going to use CM Punk in the right way because AEW have done very little things that you'd consider faux pas that are wrong. This uh, is true. Might, yeah, there may have been booking decisions. You think, oh, I don't know, I don't know. But in the grand scheme of things, mm. they've done nothing that I think you and I have got, well, me, enraged or annoyed enough to, like, have a rant on the podcast. And they haven't really. Yet, I agree. I'm honest. I agree completely. Their booking is simple and effective. You know, yeah. they've, they've had the odd moment that has been a, that has been a bit weird, but they turned out to be good as well. Like, um, the Mimosa Mayhem match. Yes. When I first heard about that, I thought, what? Why don't just... It's a, the rubber match between Orange Cassidy and Jericho. Why not just put it in the cage and be done with it? So it was obviously why I thought this sounds a bit weird, but it turned out to be quite fun. So mm. there's been the odd bit like that, but generally, yeah, the booking has been very solid. Yeah, it has. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't really go wrong. Where, I mean, just by looking at just by looking at SummerSlam, I thought I've watched it. It was a, it was a solid it was a solid event. Really, you know, not bad. Um, mm-hmm. One of my fa- one of my favourite matches was probably Edge v Rollins, pretty much because Same here, yeah. Pretty, yeah, video package was awesome, wasn't it? Um, and yes, it was. Edge, and the the entrance you could say. Oh, yeah, Edge coming into the brood was was amazing. It was so good, full circle. It was very cool. I know the right man won. It's I mean it's Edge's first victory victory since the Royal Rumble, isn't it? That's true, yes. He's lost all the big ones. Well, I say all the big ones. There's not that many matches for him in general lately. But I see, but, but it, it is, you're right. And just with SummerSlam, uh, I know we'll go to more details, I'm sure, but for much of the show, I was kind of thinking, it's all right. But then Edge, but then there are, I say, three moments for me that stood out. And one of them, if you can call it a moment, was Edge Rollins. That was cool. What, 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 what the other two, Mike? Tease us not. Oh, you... The return of Becky Lynch. Um, the return of Becky Lynch. Yes, but. Oh hello. I think I know what you're going to say. Bianca Belair. Yeah, you made a look. Because there's yeah. a she, she's going heel turn, isn't she? She's going heel. Well, yeah. Be, well uh, Belair. No, uh, they. Everyone seems to think that Becky Lynch is going heel. Oh really? I hadn't heard that. Which would make sense with her like sucker punching at the beginning of the world sucker, you know, you know, do it. Oh, I at, see. At the beginning of the match. Um, I see. Yeah. And and it, but it, but it made Bianca Belair your champion, the one that's won the Royal Rumble and main event of that WrestleMania against Sasha Banks, made Indeed. her look a bit silly. I thought. It, I know what you mean because one of those things where you go, okay, fine, you've dominated this division very very well. They've made a new star in Belair, I think. And then all of a sudden, the, the, uh, she lose it in like 45 seconds. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I don't know. I love the fact that she was back. They did it really well. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, you know? Yes. Um, 
and, and she came out. It was really good. I part of me would almost have preferred Carmella coming out the swerve, but I, I would have almost preferred Bianca Belair saying, "If there's anyone in the back that thinks they can beat me, I know it's so cliche." And then she comes out that way, and then we have a really solid like eight nine minute match, two and throw, and Becky Becky Lynch win, and then you can do the heel turn maybe on Raw or SmackDown. Um, now that would have been fun. That would have been yeah. fun. And I think people would have accepted it more, even if Becky Lynch had won, because you had a good match, you know. And, and yeah, and, yeah. Um, I, I think the way I, sorry, I think the way they brought her out actually, I, I did like that. I must yes. admit, but but I but I but I do admit that the length the length of the match was a shame. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think if you're going to do that, it's almost to the point where you the referee's knocked out, you get a chair and you proper do it properly. Then like smack yes. her a few times with a chair and then pin her when the referee comes in one two three on the champ. But then you know. I mean, that's also a massive statement. You can't yes, instant heels. Heel. Yes, yeah. instant heels. You do with chair, yeah. And they kind of uh, like, like, like did nothing on either side, and it just looked a bit silly. But up until that point, it was perfect, I felt. But like you said, I really, really enjoy it. I really like it. I marked out, and there we go. Is Now, in terms of your third moment, is that SummerSlam Brock Lesnar? It's not really Brock himself, no. Ooh. Talk to me. It's the Cena Reigns match, which I thought was great. It was slow to start. I felt it was a little, a little slow build, but 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 by the end of it, you're like, oh my god, you're on the edge of your seat. They're two pros, simple as that. They're two pros who know how to work. Yeah, I mean, I can't. uh, Hands up, I was a bit bored for the first part of it. I was like, seriously. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, it, it built up. It built up to a really nice crescendo. They, mm. they told it. They told a good story, um, and it was a close match. It was a match that you think had they had it again, there's a chance Roman. Re- I mean, there's a chance that Roman Reigns could have lost that match. You believed it, didn't you? Even though, in your when you thought about it, no, no, the booking. But in the match itself, it either could have won. That's why I really liked it. Um, I agree. I agree. It's one of these where. Reigns winning obviously makes sense because it means he's even more dominant, obviously. But obviously you have the potential, to say that the Hollywood moment, if you want to call it, literally, the idea of Cena winning the coming 17-time champ. But it was probably better that Reigns did win. But as you say, I, it could have gone either way. Yeah. And then, after the match finished, we had the biggest reason, the biggest comparison, I thought, was from WWE to AEW and why AEW is doing better. Yeah? Go on. CM Punk comes out, gets an up-and-comer, essentially. Yes. Um, and um, we're going to have a pay-per-view match together, okay? Mm. Brock Lesnar comes out and says he's going to go against Roman Reigns, which was one of the worst main events in WWE history. Straight, I mean, I've straight noticed, to the top. Yeah, straight to the top. And a main event that people marked out for Brock, it looks like he's going to be a face. It's, um, for me personally, it's a match I couldn't care about, though. I don't care. Really? Brock Lesnar's coming back again. Who cares? I mean, we are, the idea of Brock coming back, I care, I do care about. But but Brock Reigns, we've seen it so many times now. I know. Whether, whether it was good or bad, it's but been done. It has, and the problem with and, and, but Brock coming back all the time has been has been done to the point where is Brock Lesnar coming back going to put a, a significant amount of viewers? on a pay-per-view TV. I don't know anymore. Well, you know, I, don't, I, I don't think Brock Reigns would, but Brock Lashley, we've never seen that. So there you go. There we go. We've never had that, so I would have gone that way. Yeah, Lashley wins, he beats Goldberg, and then 
Lesnar comes out, that would get that would be interesting. Yes, just because it's new of sorts. Oh, hey, you know, if you really wanted to throw it out there, mm-hmm. Samoa Joe NXT Brock Lesnar comes out. <laughs> I mean, that'd be like what the hell? But I mean, that'd be interesting. But something different, I think, what you were both and I were saying, you know, that we haven't seen before. You want to go really different? Joe Brock Carmella. Yes, Brock Carmella. Yes. I like that. Just, just, just a thought. Just a thought. Yes, mm. yes. What I, all, I like that. What were your favourite bits from SummerSlam? Were, were, they, were they any different to my ones? or? No, pretty much. I like... Uh, no, no, those are my two favourite matches. I, I, I like them. I thought it was really good. Um, yeah, and, and other than that, it wasn't... I wouldn't say it was a standout SummerSlam. It was kind of like a... I agree. I it didn't was, leave this It was all right, yeah. But, yeah, it's kind of like... You know when you watch a film... Or, yes. or, or, or an episode that, that you know, it's kind of like you don't regret watching it you're glad you watched it but you wouldn't be watching it again that, oh, sums, really. up, that sums up quite nicely yeah. it, it, was, it was one of those things where it's like um, not, uh, not bad not bad not bad not bad big moment not bad not bad not bad not bad big moment end that was the show yes and and I think I think I, I can't help with the ending on Brock ending on Brock Lesnar and, and Roman Reigns just for me Again. Instead of an upper, it was like a downer. I was like, why? 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 I just thought. Do you know that? Yes, yes, yes. I couldn't resist. Because a lot of wrestling fans love Tom Jones. They do, they do. See, Tom Jones coming out and and, and, and threatening Roman Reigns would have been more interesting. Let's be honest. Oh, that's not unusual. Oh! Oh, look at that. I know. Think of the promos. God. Well, there's, I, actually, that Tom Jones trying to charm Sable away from Brock Lesnar. <laughs> now, that, that I would watch. Absolutely. See? Serenade. Yeah, imagine, imagine the promo sheet. Brock Lesnar going on the set of The Voice and then ripping up all the chairs. They can't turn around <laughs> anymore. Um, <laughs> I mean, Fabulous. Cuts a promo. Cuts a promo on Will I Am. So, yeah, yeah, true, true, uh, true. I, I mean, yes, got some promo Will I Am. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I've no idea who else is on The Voice these days. I'm, I'm guessing no, it's... Will, Will I, I Am, am. Tom Jones, I don't know yet. I don't know who else is on there. Um, exactly. <laughs> Says having, said that, having said that, I wouldn't mind him taking a trip to Love Island and going Suplex City and all of them. That'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Now, it would finally make me watch that show. I oh, no, 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 no. no. Is, it that, is it that bad? Have you, you know what? Have you watched any of it? Love Island? No, never. No, no you're far too intelligent to watch Love Island. So. Is, is, is that what it is? Oh, good. Yay. <laughs> I don't want to, yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. But, but, I mean, ultimately, I, I did, yeah, as I said, I did enjoy SummerSlam. But there was some solid matches on there. Um, really happy that Be- Becky Lynch returning, apparently, was almost an audible. And what was frustrating for some was Sasha Banks was advertised up to a week still before the match, even though it was obvious apparently, because of whatever was wrong with her, it wasn't going to happen. They knew so that, a good so, few so, days so, before. Oh, that shit then. Well, yeah, but the, the audible was we're just going to, I think, trick the fans and then bring out Becky Lynch, which worked, I thought. Yes. That, that idea. That's true. Oh, I see. Uh, and then we wouldn't have had the shock value of, oh, we're bit by Mega Sasha. Oh my God, it's Becky, everything's okay now. So I can, oh yeah, yeah. You can sort of see the logic. Yeah. Do, do, um, you know do you know what's wrong with her? No, no. Someone mentioned COVID, but I, I don't know what's wrong with her, though, no. Okay. Maybe she just shut herself. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, 
I mean, other matches we had Sheamus uh, the defender the US Championship against Damian Priest, and Sheamus, uh, well, Damian Priest, new US champion. Indeed. Well done, him. Yeah, the Usos. Oh, God, the Usos defend. They, they, uh, yeah, against the Mysterios. I don't know. I think the Usos are. I think the Usos should be off TV with the one brother. I forgot who's the noise. I always forget who the noise is. Oh, yeah. Yes, very good point. We know. Sorry. No, no, based on that, there's. I'm not too keen on Dominic being on TV. Really? Dominic Mysterio, talk to me. I, I don't know if I sound harsh. I just don't think he's that good. He looks awkward in the ring. I don't know if because his dad... I don't know if that's why... I don't know if because his dad is so good. And this makes, this is going to sound a bit mean of me, but I just think Dominic looks tall, very skinny, and not that... Not a hell of a lot of skill yet. Not that. So, is it kind of like one of our friends doing wrestling? It's very much like that. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's, it's just a, a, a skinny bloke stumbled into a ring and went, I'll give this a go. And then obviously, <laughs> and, and for obvious reasons, he's paired up with one of the best ever. I just find, I, 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 I don't know if I'm being harsh, but I just watched him and went, uh, I, I know. Yeah, do you know where you are? It was just kind of weird. It was like watching me on a football pitch. It just, it just looks wrong. <laughs> yes. Yeah, mm. it does look wrong, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, but, yeah, so ultimately then, it's a match that no one wanted <laughs> between the two of us. Yeah, but it's a match that, it's a match that in a way, should do a singles match. And the, 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 the Jay Uso, who I think is the nice one, against Rey Mysterio. The other two can yeah. start off. Yeah, it is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. I can't... I want to... Yeah, yeah. You've got a point there, really, Mike. And it's what you want to like it, but it's like, no. It's that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. We've all, we've all had neighbours like that. We... <laughs> yes, we have, haven't we? You want um, to like him, and they just look a bit awkward in the wrestling ring. I know. I don't yeah. know. I know. And I, and I don't know what... I forget which Uso is. I think it's Jimmy Uso out the two. Apologies if it's not. I, 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 I'm just, yeah, why, why, why? I don't get it. Silly cow. Um, yes, absolutely. Mm. Right, so has there been any other big headlines from SummerSlam before we commentate on a classic? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to look at the... Maybe this says it all, that, we do, that, we, that we're 25 minutes in and we can't think of anything. Oh, hang on. Actually, uh, in the the opening match was short but fun. RK Bro. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I really enjoyed that with um, AJ Styles. The the right people won. This is I know it's almost sort of a copy and paste of the Rock Rock connection, but it works. And I can't say this. I'm actually going to be a nice about Randy Orton. I think their chemistry together is brilliant, and it's a nice story. It is. It is. It's, 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 you and I used to knock Randy Orton a lot. And understandably so, he was in the main event for five years and then got good. It was kind of weird, but but as it, this works. It's just the seriousness of Orton, who's great in the ring, we, or very solid at least against, and then the silliness of Matt Riddle, or just Riddle. Apparently, he has no first name now. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and we, and we all know why, but let's move on. And um, but yeah, it 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 just works and. And literally, when you've got those two and AJ Styles in a ring, something good's going to happen. 
And it does. And it is. And what's it? What's it about calling him homeless? That's what we called him the other day, wasn't it? Yes. Homeless. Omos. Homeless. Homeless Jeff. Homeless. A very large homeless man. Homeless. Wondering for some toast and wanted to take that. Yeah. Ah, but there we go. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. That's essentially. Tell us that. I guess so. So, should we look at a classic then? Um, let's look at a classic SummerSlam match chosen by Mike himself. Certainly was. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Um, Me this too. Bret Hart says this is one of his best matches. From he did. He said that. Didn't he say that? He said it was one of his best. He said it was one of his best moments. Yeah, uh, best matches, and he also described it as. Um, his crowning moment in terms of after that match, everyone went, fuck me, this guy could be world champion. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bret Hart. Um, I, yeah, I, I've got it spooled up. I've selected the match. I'm at 20. For everyone viewing it, I'm at 2 hours 13, 13. I think I am as well. Uh, if I've right. got this set up right. So shall we just hit... When you say, two? yes, you say 3, 2, 1, go, and on go, I'll press the go button. The go button, that's as good. Okay, uh, let me see. Right. My one is slightly ahead of yours. I'm a two third. Let me back it up slightly. Back it up slightly. Okay, um, three. Fuck, hang on. Was it two thirteen thirteen, wasn't it? Yeah, two thirteen thirteen. Okay, let's get this right. So, okay, three, two, yep. one, play. Play. Mine's not playing, that's good. Have you fucked it up already, yeah? <laughs> Mine's not playing, wait there. What um, have you done? I'm, I'm at 2.13.17. Where are you? Okay, I'm on 2.13.27. Oh, wow, that's good. I'll pause it and let you catch up a minute. Mate, no, I'm no. at 2.13.35 now. Oh, God, now you're ahead of me. No, we can... I'll pause oh, it where I'm <laughs> gone too far now, I'm on 2.13.46. Wait there, wait there, wait there, wait there. I'm uh, uh, go now. Yeah, I've got I've got him basically coming down coming down the uh, coming down the the way the really yes coming down the chimney. So, uh, and a massive shot of the crowd now, right? Yeah, massive shot and massive shot of him now. It, it's, it's it's amazing, Wembley. We need we we need a SummerSlam or Survivor Series, don't we? Some. Oh, without question. I mean, can you think of anything better than you, me, in the front row of Wembley Stadium, and it's this? It would just be wonderful. I'm okay. Yeah. Imagine this. WrestleMania, yeah, mm-hmm. would be a sellout if it was in any, if it was at Wembley. Oh no, no question about it. It would, wouldn't it? No question about it. Every son who's ever even heard of wrestling would be there. Because you put That's it at Wembley, brilliant. Easy to get to, not too far from Heathrow. Indeed. Um. People would people would flock there. You'd get so many Europeans flocking there because the flights would be so much cheaper. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Uh, oh, what, mean, uh, how how could it go wrong? You know, you just put it there. I mean, I can't think of anything that could stop people travelling uh, apart from the global uh, pandemic. But uh, but I, 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 other than that, which hopefully by then would be gone, I, I, you put it when we stayed, it would sell out in seconds. Yeah, it would. And speaking of selling out in seconds, here's Bret Hart. 
I don't know what that meant, but it sounded good at the time. There we go. He looks so young there, doesn't he? He really does. And that, and you see there how his legs are all pink? Yep. That's his actual legs. That's not that's not tight. Oh, wow. Those are see-through things, yes. I was unaware of this. Oh, yeah. But, but Brett Hart, has, he went, you know, you get, you know, you get tanning beds. Yeah. He'd never been on one, and so his legs are like that. Oh, Brett Hart's never been on a tanning bed? Yeah, that's why his legs are all pink. Oh, I did not know this. Well, you've learned a thing, my dear. Yes, fuck me, there's an ostrich. Yeah, oh my god, I haven't heard, I haven't thought that in years. (laughs) Oh, the classic. (laughs) Um, yeah. Oh, I'm very happy with that. (laughs) Speaking of ostriches, there's Diana Hart. I don't know what that meant either. It's because she's conflicted, because it's her husband and her brother. Brother. Brother versus brother-in-law, ostrich versus ostrich, eagle versus eye cherry, and eagle versus eagle eye cherry. If anyone gets that reference, well done you. Bret Hart, if he was around now, no, not no, no. If either of these were around now, there's still be. Well, we know Bret Hart's amazing, so it's kind of like a moot point. Bret Hart, yes. he's around now, multiple world champion. Yes. If he was around right now, especially with the size of him, he could be in the Lashley role. Actually, think of it. Yeah, you're right. When you think about it, they're kind of dominant. I mean, let's just, the, the strength of the man was just ludicrous. Like I'd see, like seeing him suplex Vader in WCW, just madness how strong the guy was. Mm. And apparently so, he was very. And apparently he used to give a lot to charities to help camels. I don't believe you. That's the way you saw right through me, kids. Done, darling? Oh, yeah, I nearly believed you. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't. <laughs> um, okay, so as it, Wembley Stadium, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of ostriches. People, people as well. Okay, yeah, here so we, here, we, we go. Go. here we go. Now, Bret Hart was apparently, during this match, he was apparently completely off his face, according to... Uh, no, Bret Hart said... Bulldog was, yes. Off his face. I've heard that as well. No, I can't turn the slightest. He looks focused and prepared. Hmm. Look, even there, uh, he doesn't look completely out of it, does he? Yeah, look at his eyes. He looks perfectly fine shoving Bret Hart into the corner there. He looks perfectly fine. And he looks, I, Bret Hart looks sad. He, looks, he still does. Yeah. Carol, I'm just being arrested again. <laughs> when do you think at what point did Bret Hart take himself too seriously? When, when do you think that was? Was it always apparent, or, do you, or, or, or is there a moment in time or a period where you think that, that started? I get the impression, but obviously any fan could get an impression of this. You see what I mean? Is it was where it was sort of mid nineties when he, in his eyes, realised that instead of him being the main guy, Shawn Michaels was. And I think that was when he started to think to himself, what's going on? I'm the best in the world. Everything should be about me. I'm my own biggest fan, etc. I suspect it was that that rubbed up the wrong way, the way he started to go. I really am fantastic. And he was. But he didn't have to say it every day. No. Who do you prefer? Michaels or Hart? Michaels. Oh. We've lost half our audience. Um, right. Oh, on. ball sacks. <laughs> no. um, come, back, I- come back. I'm very nice. I, I did that. I did like the uh, pushing pushing high out of the ring. Um, mm-hmm. were, 
watching this wrestling match, it's now we're looking on. It's not far off being 30, 30 years old. That's saying something, isn't it? Bloody hell, you're absolutely right. Very close. About 29 years. It couldn't get much closer, I yeah. suppose. And that is an old thought. Some Bloody people hell, that I'll said, say, yeah, double take. Anyway, we get. I mean, yes, they're rest holds, but it's, I wouldn't say it's any slower than some of the matches when you look back. Oh, definitely. This, the, part of the reason why this match was so laugh is that although say, they had their rest moments, they were very brief. Mm. This is probably the longest rest hold in it, this side headlock. Yeah, and, and the crowd are going mental. And what a move for, w, for, for WDF at the time, obviously, to put this on the main event. I mean, it was the right decision. It was an Without obvious question. decision. Would they have done it now? I don't know. You know, it's hard. It's hard to say. I mean, when you think about it, these days, or maybe more five or so years ago, the idea of a big match that wasn't for the title being in the main event became somewhat commonplace. You know, like Rock Cena or the or the ill-fated Goldberg Undertaker, that kind of thing. So I think. So I think these days they they would consider putting the IC okay. out in the main event. I think they would. I mean, uh, yeah, but this is SummerSlam, Mike. Well, well, this is true. Maybe, ah, I see your point. Maybe, maybe, yeah, but, but, they, they, but then they did do Roxena at Mania, didn't they? But not for the title the first time, so. Exactly, this is my thing. Oh, lovely yeah, head thing that came out of his eye. Oh, and a lovely uh, arm oh, thing. I've forgotten all the moves in the world. And I know That's all, all right. of them. It looked like several like car wheels to me, so. Um, but it wasn't. I, I, I do like the Bulldog's hair here. This is my favourite version of the Bulldog, when he looked like this. Jacked up traps and the long kind of cornrow dreadlock thing. Yeah, when you say bulldog, this is exactly how I remember him. From the you know, I think I'm the same as well. Yeah, I, I'm 95% this, and then a tiny bit remembers him wearing jeans and having short hair in about 2000 when he came back and it was weird. Ah, uh, yes, yes, and, and, he, and he gave Stephanie a memory problem. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. We went through the trash can, wasn't it? Yeah, what happened in England? And you know what? He was a, and he was a really good heel as well. He was a great It had the, if if they did have the branding extension in in the mid to late nineties, either even then you could almost see him legit being maybe SmackDown's champ, heel champion if Triple H was going to be on the Raw side. You know, I, I like that thought process. Like, if, if there was two belts back then, he definitely would have had one of them. Totally. Yeah. Um, but do you, but do you think outside of England, he's not he's not given his due? He's not talked about maybe enough as, as some other people. Like, no, I mean, yeah. no, no, he's not on Hart's level, but... It's an interesting thought. I mean, he, he's in the Hall of Fame, obviously. Uh, but but <clears throat> So clearly he was given some credit, as it were. But I see what you mean, mate. Yeah, that's a very good question. I, I find that hard to judge. I'd have to become American for a week and give him a try. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, now we've got people like, obviously, um, you know, no, from... from um, United. Well, we've got people like I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think now. Finn Balor. I think Finn Balor's Southern Ireland, so not necessarily in the UK, but still near enough. Where's Seamus from? Northern. No, he's Dublin. He's Dublin. He's Southern as well. Okay. So really, it's just Drew McIntyre doing really well. Oh, ah, and a pack in AEW. Ah, yes, of course. Yeah, the bastard. And you've got uh, they are NXT. Who's who's the guy on NXT? Right, really good. Walter. Got a face like a slapped ass. You mean Walter. Uh, oh, you mean, oh no, you mean Pete Dunne. Yes, I think he's really good. 
Oh, he's fabulous. He, I mean, just, I don't he just looks like he would kill you. Yeah, I don't think he's one of the people where you don't think he could ever be a face, but a traditional face anyway. I thought the same thing. The idea of smiling and cutting promos as a baby face just would feel weird. I know, I know. He he he, he has the face of any sexual offence you could think of appearing <laughs> on Crime Watch. <laughs> Before turning the sex toy on himself. Yeah, yeah, yes. Well, but, I, I might say that's a strange thing we've ever said, but hang on, this podcast, it really isn't. No, 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 it really isn't. And we've got, obviously, we've, we've, we've got Mr. Hart here. But yeah, I tell you what, I bet you, what if you were live at SummerSlam here, those pink tines would be neon almost. You know how much more colourful things are when you actually... Yeah. I mean, you'd, be able, you'd be able to see them across the road in uh, Wembley Arena. You'd be able to see them from the tube stop, perhaps. Yes. I can't think of anything else near Wembley apart from things called Wembley something. Right. Yeah. He's, uh, he's trying, he's trying, and he's trying to choke the big man out. He's trying to choke Bulldog out. But then he comes in with the elbows to the gut. Then, oh, hard elbow there. And he hits the canvas in the on his back, and there's a knee. There's a knee, isn't there? Mm. You have oh, elbow, elbow. It looks like to the neck. He's playing here hard. He's doing really well. In terms of he's playing fairly heelish, even though he yes. was, he wasn't really a heel at this point, was he? But, he's, but as you but as you say, he's taken on the heel role because yeah. he's opponent quite nicely. Hmm. And apparently he's single. Oh, Brett Hart's single now. For all the ladies out there, he's single <laughs> apart. He's single apart from his wife. <laughs> Oh, you, you, you swerved me good. You were. Uh, oh, I do. Becky lynched me there. Um, I am the man. And now we have Bret Hart whispering sweet things into the back <laughs> of Bulldog. I don't know what he would whisper in the night. Well, uh, he's definitely talking to him. Yes. Yeah. Does this go along with the story that. It does give a bit of credence to the story that he was telling Bulldog what to do throughout the whole match. Yes, and then we, obviously we all know they whisper to each other during it anyway, but I think the idea that Bret Hart had to call everything and feed Bulldog everything, it does fit that narrative, yes. He did, didn't he? Seemingly. Or so, or so, uh, or so we, he yeah, said. So we, or so he said. So we've got Bret Hart, okay, Irish whipping down. I'll tell you what, I, I, I mean, I like all these home spots we're getting. Oh, there we go. Boom! Almost tossed out by his feet, or whatever. Sort of a monkey flip style thing. I love the 90s hands. If you're a 90s fan. Oh, like a sort of gladiators. Yeah, oh, God, I remember gladiators. There we all. It's a shame they never did a spin off gladiators and wrestlers, even as in like the gladiators turned up to to, to rule one day or something, you know? I think they saw, well, in the 90s. Now, that would have been great. You're right. Yeah. They, that would have been amazing. They did, did you ever watch that celebrity wrestling show on ITV? I saw a piece of it. Yeah, D'Lo Brown was on it, wasn't he? D'Lo Brown was on it, and that's where the coolness of it ended. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it was a very odd... It was like, we're going to train celebrities to be wrestlers, but then when they're on the actual TV, we're just giving gladiator-style challenges. It was really weird. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't wrestling at all, was it? it was, no, it was. Yeah. It wasn't even wrestling with more vaginas. There wasn't even that. I mean, it was just very disappointing. 
Yes. Oh, bloody oh, supports that headbutt there. I know. I don't know what he went for there. It, it did look like a messy landing. I don't it know what did. that was on purpose. I, I think I, I think the missing it was on purpose, but the way he took it, as in Bulldog taking the move, I don't think that was planned. He got a roll on his forehead. Hmm. He did an airy. Oh, that was a good one. I loved I loved it. Was it was it Edge bashing bashing Rollins' head on the floor for people? Oh, I like, did enjoy that. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah. That, that, it was. That was it was it, it was ever so slightly it was ever so slightly different because although it's been done, it's not done a hell of a lot. So that was fun. Yeah, and there we go. And Bulldog pushes out. Oh, out of the arena. Well, not the arena, I mean the ring. If he's out of the arena, then the 10 count could become hazardous. It could, couldn't it? It could. Uh, there's Hart in the middle. We, we, we need to extend the 10 count because Bulldog has wandered down to every part tube and is buying a sandwich from Greg's. Oh, look at that. I don't think they had Greg's in the 90s, I don't know. I don't think they did, did they? No. no. Maybe not. Where would you buy a sandwich in the 90s? I don't know. Email us at <laughs> <laughs> Email us at WPodcast at gmail.com. Where did you buy your 90 sandwiches? Where did you buy your 90 sandwiches? Uh, Safeways? I remember Safeways. Safeways. That would have made sense, yes. Now, that was a very safe way to take that move there, the over the top rope headlock oh. thing. See how I did that there? Got Diana Hart. Diana Hart. The how long was she married to uh, the Bulldog? 25 minutes. Hmm. I've absolutely no idea. You've got no idea. No. When you said 25 minutes, I'm 90 minutes. I was fairly confident you didn't, that you didn't have an idea. I had no idea, which is wrong. 25 minutes. I think it was sort of 12 years. It was quite a while. Okay. I think so, at least. And I think I've got this right, that, that when Bulldog passed away, he was actually... It, he, recently started seeing one of the other heart sisters. Oh. Uh, what, when... What was that? When who? As in, just before Bulldog died, he and Diana yeah. were long divorced. And I think what he started... Oh, yeah. here, though. Spouse David Roy Smith, 84 to 2000. 16 years then. There we go. Wow. When did, but then the Bulldog died in 2000, didn't he? Or 2001? No, no he died in, like, 2003 or four. Ah, oh, that makes sense then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Oh, there we go. I may have that. I may have a bit of information wrong, but I think he was starting to see one of the other sisters separately from the marriage. It was nothing. It wasn't like an affair or anything. No. But a few years later, then so then Sandy obviously passed away. What did he? What did he? What the British border? What did he pass away from? Uh, it was. I'm honest, I can't remember. I think it was kind of like wear and tear on his vital organs from the drug abuse, I'm led to believe. Okay, yeah. Mm. Yeah, half the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on holiday. Yeah. There we go. On holiday. He was 39 years old. That's like our age now. My God. That's scary, isn't it? That is a really freaky thought. But you and I have done more things up until this age than he had. Without question. <laughs> Yes, I'm, yeah, I, I imagine I imagine you're right. I was, I was also. I, 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 I do love, I do, I do love the the Union Jack tights though. They're brilliant. Oh, what more could you want as a British person? That's fabulous, isn't it? It is. And, and he, I liked his original theme music. I'm not, I, I didn't like the bulldog barking too much in the. Oh, when he came back, yeah. Yeah, but I love the original theme music. Very good. The original music, that kind of rule Britannia type thing, was fabulous, yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
There we go. Uh, uh, we, we've got basically another headlock from, from Bret Hart and the Bulldog. Another headlock, Randy. And now he's going to go for, going for a suplex for a lot of things. He's got it up and oh, straight over. Delightfully done. Close to the lateral press. Two count there for the excellence of execution, Bret Hart. The excellence of execution, yeah, absolutely. Bulldog looks very uncomfortable in that position. He's either selling well or Bret's got it on a bit too tight. Or, or holding in a fart. Or holding in a... Wasn't that a hit for Simply Red? <laughs> holding yeah. in a fart. Wow. Da, da, da. I think it was. Good old Mick Huckville. Ah, indeed. Oh, oh a backslide. Oh, not quite. Two and a half count, I'd say there, folks. Oh, Diana Hart there thinking, I've had the gas on. The bloody long way to Canada, then, Diana Hart. I can assure you. Indeed, it is, it is a very way. She's going to have to, well, she couldn't text her that day. She had to find a phone, ring up, uh, I don't know who they lived with. If they was, it was, Dad, Stu, can you go to that our place? I think we've got the gas on. He goes, eh? Oh, God, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Useless in this crisis. Elbow to the back of the neck there from oh. Bret Hart. I've got to say, the 90s wrestling boots seem to be the thing in the 90s. White wrestling boots, sorry. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, you're right. They were the, yeah. Um, yeah. Who's, who's quite, is it, is it Vince commentating? Yes, I think yeah. so. What a manoeuvre, yeah, yeah. Um, Indeed. What a manoeuvre! That was called a Japanese hair polyamus. A, a Japanese hair polyamus? Mmm. I, I, I didn't convince myself of that bullshit. <laughs> Japanese hair polyamus. I do remember when you and I first did commentary together on that Royal Rumble those years ago. I, was, As, I, I, I still am amazed at, at the fact that you can just pull them out like anything. I beg your pardon, dear. Uh, the wrestling move names. Oh, sorry. Well, I remember, I remember one of thank you, but I remember one of them, I said Japanese knee crusher, and you sounded so impressed, and then I went, yeah, I made that one up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm like, I know, I know, I know. Oh, oh, that, 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 that right hand would have been very lethal if it connected, but, but Bret Hart does it, it was a sleeper hold here on the Bulldog, on Davy Boy. Apparently Davy Boy's main hobby was uh, phoning up Peter Hart and asking if they'd seen his cat. Nobody knows why. I don't know. Strange. Yeah. No, I don't know why either. Maybe one day we will know. Well, I, I doubt. I doubt. I don't know how we could do that research these days. And I ask is, God, would that be a horrible question to ring down a heart and say, but I know you missed it, but did you ever ring Pizza Hut and ask about? Mm-hmm. Oh, for God's sake, leave me alone. Is the gas on? Oh, fine. <laughs> Um, oh, I like that. See, I mean, he really is being a heel there, isn't he? The referee trying to stop him. Uh, I mean, I mean, the ball is touching the ropes. So a heart yes. should be leaving him alone, but he's not. That is true. But, yeah, uh, I was uh, oh, I was thinking, oh, sleeper again from the, say, the heel, the heelish heart. I quite like the heelish uh, heart. Uh, a bit of a little alliteration there. I love it. Heelish heart. Now, the, <laughs> I forgot. I've seen this a few times. On the heart DVD as well. I forgot how many bloody bloody headlocks are rest holds are on this. You know, um, we, we said ten minutes ago how there were very few. We were, we were completely wrong. Yeah. Um. And then we got the border who's got I think a bleed. It almost is his nose bleeding or is it just me? Um. Is your nose bleeding? 
Milo's is fine. I'm, I'm thinking of a. I'm thinking of good old Brett. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, wow. I think Bulldog, I don't, oh, I see what you do. It looks like a bit of redness there, yeah, on his right nostril. Hard to tell. Uh, oh, wait, oh, he's still in it, he's still oh, in it. Oh, Bulldog's now going to... Do you feel like that spot? What, with the arm thing? Yeah. I think I do, just because it's traditional, you know what I mean? It's one yeah, of those yeah, Oh, another headlock, but no, another headlock, no. Legend has it, this it was the headlock that gave Randy Orton his passion for wrestling. The headlocks in this match. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's what I've heard. Yeah. I heard he was shitting in handbags. Shitting in handbags. That man. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Trading right hands here. Brett Hart seemed to get the better of it. Now go for the Irish whip. Bulldog reverses. In goes Brett Hart. Bless him up to. Oh. <laughs> That bit always did look uncomfortable. Oh, God, didn't it? Bret Hart crotched on the middle rope after a gorilla press slam that went wrong. Or as, or as Vincent Ann would say, what a manoeuvre. What a manoeuvre! <laughs> there we go, Irish whip and, uh, well, clothesline. There you go, got that one right. Um, <laughs> Get most of the fighting. There's the second one. Is, it, is, is there going to be a third? Yay! That was like a shoulder barge clothesline, wasn't it? Shoulder barge clothesline? Is that, is that a dish from your local Indian wrestling thing restaurant? Shoulder barge? No, it's not. It's, I, I think I could make that joke because I'm a bit 70s. I don't know. <laughs> One, two, three. Right. right, we've got... Uh, uh, I tell you, I do like the fact that it has, it, it has definitely got some momentum now in it. And then we're going for another suplex. Yeah, I yeah. think this is going to be a stall suplex because he's taking his time. I suspect you are correct. Oh, oh, well, well done. It's well predicted. You can see the foaming hand in the... Oh, lovely, delightful suplex there. Foaming hand in two. No, and not quite enough. His hand vaguely, vaguely brushing the thigh was not enough to pick him, apparently. No, no, evidently not. Now, other than... Strange. Yes, you had the sharpshooter for Bret Hart, and he did do the par driver a few times, I think, but I can't think of too many finishes that Bret Hart had. It really was the sharpshooter he relied on, wasn't it? It was indeed. Do you know who taught him the sharpshooter? Um, Sable. No. No, who? Conan. The Barbarian? No. Conan as in as in WCW OLA and even that fella. Well, what the guy in TNA? Yes. But really? But, but it was Sting did the move originally in the early nineties. Scorpion Deathlock. Scorpion Deathlock, and then Pat Patterson was was talking to Bret Hart about possible finishing moves for him, including a submission one, and one that was suggested by Pat was the Scorpion Deathlock, but Bret wasn't sure how to do it. And he was backstage at the show and said to the uh, locker room, does anyone know how he put on the Scorpion Death Lock? And Conan showed him how to do it. Oh. There you go. Oh, that, that, that is, that, that's been the highlight of my, uh, it's been the highlight of the show for me, that has. Oh, oh, thank you. I generally, yeah, that's really good. It's quite something, isn't it? Definitely. Speaking of quite something, the running power set from Bulldog was very much quite something, but not enough to end the match as of yet. So we've got, got a, a, a suplex outside, but Bret Hart kind of reverses it. 
Bel- uh, no, back to belly. No, what was that? Back, back German suplex. That's it. German suplex. My apologies. And then just, that was like a two and a half count, wasn't it? Very so, much so. So close, no matter how far. Could be much more from the ring. I mean, winning at SummerSlam in the main event is still probably British Bulldog's crowning moment. And he never really, yes. this is probably the, the peak of his career in terms of main event SummerSlam against Bret Hart beating him for the for a or being not the, but the, the Intercontinental Championship. It's got to be. It's his most memorable moment. And as you say, crowning moment is a good way to put it. He had a couple of other main events, obviously, going for belts. Hmm. But um, instead of a win, I would agree with you. It's an iconic moment, you know? Yeah. Well, there we go. Superplex. And he does it. Oh, nice. Very nicely done. One, One two, two. Uh, No! I love that because, cause, yeah, even I, I think, uh, a lot of people in the ring, I thought that was it, I'd imagine. Mm. And I can understand why, because he did, he did it very nicely, that superplex there. Both men slowly come to their feet. Although maybe not quite. Bulldog's on his feet, Bret Hart's still down, Bret Hart on his knees. Oh no, look, here we go. Reversal from Bret Hart, a failed clothesline. Is it going to be a double? They take each other down. Yeah, yes, yes, they have. Both of them on the floor. Riding. Are we all dear? Yeah. So, I'll tell you what, that's CM the power Punk of a good podcast. Sorry. CM Punk is definitely. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> it looked like they were doing some. CM oh Punk. dear. Oh no, that's, that's not good, is it? Is it? Nineties has emerged. Yep, yep, yep. Scissor Brothers. Um, Scissor Brothers. <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness me. Sister brother involved. It's even weirder, perhaps. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's a... However, he's transitioning from the mediocre porn into yes, the sharpshooter, ladies oh, and gentlemen. It took a while, but we got there. Best transitioner for me, probably Kurt Angle with the ankle lock. Ah, yes. Like keeping, keeping the ankle hold on, you know, just like, yeah. I know exactly what you mean, yes. He's going to you... get. Sorry? Sorry, did you think that Kurt Angle was going to come out at Somerset when introduced as Olympian people? Oh, that would have been nice, wouldn't it? It crossed my mind instantly. Just they could have, they brought out these two Olympians, which is wonderful, obviously. But at the same time, there wasn't really much happening. If you'd have then brought out Kurt Angle, that would have been brilliant. Yeah. I know. I, I remember their match. And, oh, here we go. Oh, Whoa. hang on now. That's it. There we Whoa. go. That's it. I do like that moment because it's, it's kind of like similar to the RKO out of nowhere. Scenario, yes, it? it was. It, it, it seemed to be kind of mid flow in the match, or more or less, and then all of a sudden, kaboom! Oh, yeah, and that what that's a nice way to finish as well because it, it makes Brett, it makes you know, he's beaten Bret Hart, but it's but it doesn't weaken Bret Hart that uh, that much as well. If that makes yes, sense, yes, it was a sudden, it's like a quick, literally, a kind of quick roll up victory, so it doesn't hurt the guy. That's it's smart booking, yeah, smart booking. Oh, look at that, and what. I, I do not like the Intercontinental title at the moment. I think it looks horrible. Oh, I like... oh yeah. I, I, although I, do, I, I know what you mean, but I do like the new champion. The new... Yes. I do love Misa Nakamura. I really do. He should have won yes. years ago. He should have won after the Royal Rumble. He lost the match, didn't he? He lost to AJ, yeah. Um, why? I don't, why? No. You know, it's ridiculous. Very I mean, ridiculous, the, 
over the years, where the Royal Rumble used to go from like 90 to 70 to 60% winning, now it's around 50 and they don't even mention it, do they? Yes. <laughs> it slowly trickled down over the years and then they went, oh, bollocks, let's just hash that up, shall we? Yeah. Um, and normally, the guy that wins the Royal Rumble was normally going to be the guy winning the Mania, wasn't it? Not always, obviously. But, but, but pretty much, hmm. pretty, well, most times, yes. Whereas now, winning the Royal Rumble is in itself fantastic, but yeah. not necessarily guarantee of anything. No. And there we go. Are we are we going to get a shake of the hand? Are are we going to get? A, I forget now. Whether we, I'm sure we do, don't we? Surely, brother-in-law, brother-in-law, in this baby face. It's like, oh, then again, then wait a minute. I forgot to do something lovely. I I I I, I, I mean, Bret Hart, not me. It's like, oh yeah. shit! It's someone's birthday. No, I mean, Bret Hart, oh, wait a minute, oh, what's he going to do? Oh, Diana's acting quite well about it with the tears in her eyes. Or is she thinking my house exploded, I left the gas on and Stu Hart couldn't do shit? Come on, shake my hand, I am the bulldog, you know it's true, in the Millie Vanilli style. Yay! Oh, that's lovely. Isn't that cute? As should be the way. Should, shouldn't it? What are... Oh. Fantastic, isn't it? Don't you think? I really do. Raising the hand on his, on, as you say, what was the biggest moment of his career? Yeah. No question of it. <clears throat> Congratulations oh. to the British Bulldog 29 years later. Fabulousness. I mean, I, I, I don't sound silly, but it was a beautiful moment. It was a beautiful moment, wasn't it? Not just for British wrestling fans, but for wrestling fans as a whole. Wrestling fans are what? Yeah, what a moment. What a moment. Oh, like all three of them. I do think they're genuine tears, maybe, from Diana, because she's, she's just seeing her husband, the man she chose. Oh, that's obviously. true. You know, that it might be in his hometown, and she might have been, like, knowing that it meant so much to him, you know? That's a good point. Maybe, maybe I'm being silly saying it was kind of acting. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I think I was, th- I was thinking about it. And that is, that is nice. That is nice to see. That's a, that is such that's a lovely beautiful. way to end. I mean, yeah, that's like, yeah, Summer SummerSlam, you know? I mean, one of my favourite Mania endings was, at the time, I think, Eddie and Chris. Remember yes, what? when they embraced with their two world titles. Beautiful. That was, yeah, that was such a lovely moment, wasn't it? And there, yeah. there we go, the fireworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, wait, it's, it's the explosion on the AEW show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can, well, OK, I mean, going away from this wonderful SummerSlam match to, I think I mentioned AEW and WWE, I've when we're texting before the show, I mentioned that I honestly feel that at the moment, when you look at some of the cuts they've made as well, that WWE and what they're doing with their superstars, WWE are completely tone deaf. The best example using, as we mentioned, obviously Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, again. Again. I mean, how do you feel about WWE? In the sense of now, I would argue that you have probably... The biggest competition since WCW in the nineties. The biggest, biggest competition since this pod, since this you and I were do, been doing this podcast. Yes, and that includes TNA. That is definitely the case, and it, it does feel a little bit like the it's like WWE handing it to them on a plate. So let, let's what? take some talented wrestlers who we've not done anything with and give them away. Essentially, it, it reminds me of. WCW when in the 2000-2001 in the yes. year 18 months before WWE brought them making all these mistakes oh I see and, oh, and AEW 
yeah, and AEW is the WWE just starting, you know, in in the, oh, in, time, in the yeah. beginnings of that attitude era, doing all these, doing all of these new things, etc. You know, it's an interesting role reversal when you put it like that. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. I thought, for me, that's what it... Oh, I remember you saying this. Sorry, yes. And and now you've mentioned it makes even more sense. I've explained it more. Yes, it's like WWE are shooting themselves in the foot in the way that WCW did at the time. That's a very interesting thought. Yeah. Well done, you. Yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it because I know know you were watching both products at the time. I was just watching WWE. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, for me... When I when only I'm only going when I look at the Monday Night Wars. Yes, it is very biased towards WWE. Indeed, um, of course. But when I looked at it, it just it just sparked yeah yeah it just sparked something. I was like, oh my god, it's just like you know they're now in the role of WCW towards the end of the Monday Night Wars. And AEW in the role of WWE that they're gaining momentum and that kind of wow. Oh, yeah. I, I, that's a very I'd agree with you on that completely. That, that analogy. I know. I mean, yeah. I mean, AEW do have the older people. Um, it's not just all new people. I know WWE have like recast NXT that they're trying to with all, the, all these releases. And the the rumors backstage by Nick Khan, I think, who is um you know number number two or three guy uh, uh, to Vince is, is they want young people and and big people again, you know, rather than all right. older people. Which is not. I think which. For me, if that is true, massive grain of salt with that, but that's what a lot of people... Of course. If that is, if that is true, it's not going to work in 2021. But if they were big people... But if they were big people again, why did they Physically release big. Bronson... That, I don't know what you remember, then why did they release Bronson Reed? Because Omos is bigger than, Bron, than, than Bronson Strowman. I think, because they can only... You could only have one big guy, as in, like, this is one big show, one Andre the Giant. If you have two or three... And label them as the biggest, the, the big guy. I think the argument being is uh, maybe it's not. And also, Von Strowman was on a massive money deal. Now that I yeah. have, he was on over a million a year. That's what I let him go. But what I mean is, you know, Bronson Reed in NXT. Do you know him? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean him. If they want, if they want new stars who are also big, why do they let him go? Oh yeah, he's at like 380 pounds. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point, Mike. I I do not know, but it's it's just you bizarre. might be right though. Like, uh, maybe they just didn't see much in him for some bizarre reason. But as you say, it, it's, so, it's so hard to, to second guess the WWE because some of the decisions at the moment seem really quite bizarre. So yeah, it's really I mean, hard to tell these things. Yeah, I, I, I know it's almost like a stuck record at this point. But um, for me, the biggest one was getting rid of Bray Wyatt and um, the feed. Oh, is, so weird. The biggest, one of the biggest sellers of merchandise as well, backstage yes. on their website. Kids mm-hmm. love him. Um, he's scary. He's the closest thing you have to like a mysterious character like The Undertaker now he's retired. Yes. Real consistently. Um, yeah, gone. I mean, I don't know why. So there's, I'm sure there's more to it than we know because it just doesn't make any there's, there's I, 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 I may have this wrong but I wonder if Bray wanted to leave for a, for a while kind of resettle himself I gave the impression maybe he was having some issues I could be wrong but either way you just give the guy the time to sort himself out you wouldn't just say sod off it's very no. odd it's really no mate that's right that's really the whole thing is super strange very bizarre is that your yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm just re- I'm just reheating. <laughs> <something. laughs> 
I've got no issue with that at all. I just have a feeling that that's, that that's now, we're, now that we're, we're older and have fam and sort of families and things. It's like WWE Pod, wrestling but with a microwave. Yeah, wrestling, wrestling with extra Michael microwave beeps. You didn't ask for. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, what are your what are your thought what are your thoughts on it? Um, the AEW versus WWE thing. Before we go, it's a tricky one. To, yeah, let's go. WWE is so established with the kind of mainstream media, but it seems to be at the moment that if you really love the act, the craft of professional wrestling, you prefer AEW. Is you the WWE is now the home for the casual fan, but but AEW is the home for the wrestling fan. Ah, that's a good point. And maybe that's what CM Punk meant then. Maybe we missed it. Oh, maybe. Because they call it sports entertainment, not wrestling, not professional wrestling. Ah. It's sports entertainment. Superstars, not wrestlers. And maybe you and I missed the trick, and that's what he was actually getting at. It, albeit, it wasn't very explicit. That because when he said it, it just sounded like bitterness. But maybe he was onto something. Yeah, maybe. There's the thought. There's the thought. Yeah. Oh, Mike, take it away. I happily shout. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as we say farewell for this for this little show, and we say farewell into the history books of the show of SummerSlam, for now at least, I'm going to ask you a little question. What the hell is in James' microwave? Email us at www.podcast.gmail.com. Beep, be good night.